Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Um, go check them out, stringjoy.com. They make excellent strings. Uh, they're great for different sizes, different, different gauges, trying, you know, a wound G, doing customizing your sets. That's their thing. So make sure you get the joy, joy, joy down in your heart with Stringjoy. I don't think that's their <laughs> slogan, but I think they could use it. Oh my goodness. Mm, maybe. Scott, Scott, if you listen, trademark Diaz 2018. Is that how trademarks work? Can I do that? That's how it works in the office universe. Just just burn this episode to a CD and then mail it to yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, oh my, I remember that. That was wasn't that's like completely not right yeah, at all. That's not how copyrights work at <laughs> that's, all. That's not that's not how any of this works, guys. So, but I'm sure every person has heard that uh if you uh write a song, just write it down in a letter, mail it to yourself, you've trademarked it. Because it's got a stamp from the government. <laughs> John, you can't just declare bankruptcy. <laughs> no, no, you just can't scream bankruptcy. I didn't. I didn't yell it. I declared it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite memes. Is the is the I declared it. Whenever it comes to like Fourth uh, of July, you just you can't just say you're independent. <laughs> I didn't say I was independent. I declared it. <laughs> Anywho, since we're not an office podcast, it should be um, yet. We could change. Yeah, Podcasts what, have done that in the what, past. Once we get through the West Wing, then we'll move on to the office. Mm. What? Well, listen. What if we reenact West Wing episodes with like the, office the office characters? Ooh. President Scott. Mm. Let's see. Go for <laughs> Michael it. Scott's Michael Scott's the president. Dwight is a. Uh, um, how am I blanking on his name? Josh. Dwight's okay. Josh? No, dude, you're... No, just yeah. scrap the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because cause Jim would be... Uh, whatever. Oh, You know what? Uh, go on the podcast group. Tell There's us... no way you're going to make Jim Sam, either. Like, it's just not happening. No, Jim wasn't <laughs> going to be Sam. Jim was going to be Leo, because he's the second in charge. Assistant to the the president of the United States. So maybe Dwight is Leo. Jim could be Josh. Mm, getting there. Because there's the there's the office romance. You've got Donna. Donna could be Pam, or Pam could be Donna. Who would be CJ yeah. though? That's that's like the crucial casting because you can't just throw Angela there. No. Angela would be close. As CJ, because the party planning committee and all that. I don't know. Okay, we need to get back on topic. Sorry. Welcome. I'm back this week, so we can get way off topic. So uh, let's let's do what's new. Chris, I know you have something new. I yes. know you do. We I got the however you pronounce the brand name Val something. Uh, Valatin Valton. Belton uh, FA1 preamp clone. I don't remember exactly what they call it. It's behind me yeah. right now, and I don't feel like grabbing it. I finally mailed it. Yeah. So Chris, I got if it, you're I not tried... holding it while you're announcing it on the episode, do you really have it? Hold on. We can He's change that. Turning around. <laughs> <laughs> have you plugged it in yet? Yeah, he's plugged it in. Is it good? Sounds all right. Didn't what you play it? with it before you sent yeah. it? No, I yeah. actually did not plug uh, it in before I sent it. So compared to the other clone that I have made by Midnight 30 of the FA1, uh, this one actually has a lot more like headroom. Because um, like middle of the road to like 12 o'clock on the Valentin, um is actually pretty close to unison from what I could tell. But like unison on the midnight thirty is like nine o'clock ish, maybe ten. Mm -hmm. So you can really like drive your amp with that, which which is not what I use it for. I'm sure other people use it for that, but I try to keep it like pretty clean and just have the little coloration that it provides. What so? 
when that's based off of a boss pedal, right? Right, the, the boss, boss FA one. So what, like, if if you can think of like an ideal sound that that has made, can you like think of one? Uh, anything the edge is pretty much done because I think this is uh, one of the like always on Dang. things that he uses. I should have like checked that. I should have actually yeah. played it then. <laughs> Dang it! I dropped the ball on that. Uh, <sighs> uh, so, did you get anything else? Um, I ordered one of those. Uh, it, like it's not a harmonica, but it's like a harmonica with keys. I don't remember exactly what they call it. it starts oh, with M. The, one, the the one that's got the hose that comes melodica? out. Yeah, melodica. Yeah, yeah. melodica. So. Those are the most annoyingly fun things ever. Those are like whenever, what were the things that they did in soccer that they were blowing through the the long horn? The vuvuzela. Yeah, whatever that's called. It's it's kind of like that. <laughs> or it's like it's like you like people are messing with it. You're like that's really stupid and annoying. But if you got one, you'd be just as stupid and exactly. annoying with it. <laughs> well, my uh, uh, my worship leader has one, and he he'll play like the office theme on it and stuff like that. Ooh. I'm just thinking of like when Jimmy Fallon does the like they get a pop star in and they all cram in a dressing room and play the song on all those like grade school instruments. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, oh that's pretty cool. It's the only place I've ever really seen that used, but no one's ever seen that before. <laughs> we should do that yeah. at a uh, NAM next year. Yes. <laughs> we you know what we could do? We could only use instruments from the booths that are like on the sidewall. <laughs> like the, the like instruments. All the like stocking stuffer instruments. <laughs> um so Marissa, did you get anything new this week? Nope. Well you need to start spending some money. Mm mm. <laughs> Chris, uh uh-uh, uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what could be coming. Yeah, I think that might be what's coming cuz we got a random shipping notification earlier for something, but all it was was like the UPS tracking number. You don't know where it came from? Uh it's coming from like Kansas City. But JHS I, is in Kansas City, aren't I, they? I, I highly doubt Josh like has my address and would just randomly send something. We've made it, guys. Josh Scott is sending us random packages. I mean, he has my contact information. Why is he not sending me stuff? He's Gosh. intimidated by your height. <laughs> He's taller than me. Exactly. I know, but you're getting close. You're you're, you're getting, getting close on him. All it would take is a couple of lifts, and you're you've got him. You could take him. Uh, Scott, what's new with you? Well, I literally just got it. Um, and I'm holding it in my hands right now. Um, Looks I great. Up, I picked, yeah, yeah, can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, show the viewers. <laughs> All those great clicky things. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a Prince of Tone from Analog Man in today. Oh, man. He has his jealous. I, that's, that's one of my pedals that got away. That I sold and I regret I mean, ever since. You, you could always get a new one. I know. I just, I usually don't buy used or buy new. Very rarely do I buy new. Yeah, this is so. like Analog Man's one of those companies that you can buy new because their stuff always sells out. Mm-hmm. And so like you don't really lose much, if anything, on. Yeah, you could always turn that, like the Prince of Tone, you could always turn it around and yeah, get it's, exactly it's, all it's, of it's your money It's not like back. a flip for money, but like at the same time, you're not losing much. I mean, so you should get your shipping just, back. You should just trade it to me. Yeah, if only you had things I wanted. Oof. Oh, dang. I've already bought it. I've bought so many things from you already. Uh, I know. I know. I still think it's funny. That's like I sold uh, the Third Dimension Chorus. I almost I sold bought that. that from you. Yeah, and I sold it to Will LaHue, a listener. So we've kept it in the effects loop family. Yeah. <laughs> from Chris, to me, to Will. Yeah, I've got a stack of things sitting next to my desk right now that I just need to take a bunch of photos from and list. But uh, a few of those involve keeping things in the family. But I I need to sell stuff. I'm, it's yeah. like it's just collecting dust. I've got a mini board and a big board, and uh, then I just collected up the stuff. I'm like, I'm not using this. I'm not going to use it. Just let it go. I've got a lot of pedals that I so I I mean I wouldn't say I'm a pedal collector, 
But I do have a lot of pedals that I don't use that I won't sell. That I just, I don't really feel like making another board. I need to make a baseboard for my son. But I, w I really want to get the shelves and get them put up. The ones from Ikea. Oh yeah, I've thought about doing that. but And just letting them, because I, a lot of the stuff that I won't sell is kind of like collector stuff. Like I've got the Pennington Pink Pelotar that I'm... I'm not I don't really use that much I'd put it up and let it collect dust and not collect dust in like a bad way but I wouldn't never want to sell it and so because there's only a few of those made I think 12 yeah I, or 13 I mean, my pedal shelf is almost entire of, of the stuff I didn't pack up is almost entirely dirt right now mm -hmm. because like dirt stuff that you can just like throw in once in a while and play with and you're like hey this is fun like yeah. nothing on my pedal shelf right now. I, I look at it and I'm like, man, this is bad. Um, all of it's just stuff that's just not my daily driver right now. But at the same time, is like I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, I mean the, the that's like the fun thing about drives too is like you'll and you'll like grab a pedal and you'll be like, oh, I haven't played with this in so long, and you plug it in, and you're like, man, I forgot how amazing this sounds, and then you'll use it, and then you'll do it with another drive pedal, like drive section. Like that's like the section on the board that most people rotate out a lot. Mm -hmm. You usually have that one drive that you won't get rid of. Yep. And then you've got like a couple others or one other that you're like rotating in and out, getting different flavors. Yeah. So like right now, I just threw on. Um, I got my I got my kilt back for my buddy who's borrowing it. V one. The V one. Yeah. And so that's sitting at the. I pulled off my big muff and I threw that in there. Cause it does get fuzzy if I want to do fuzzy and uh, but I just love having the boost at the front end now mm -hmm. of my chain so I can just I can boost my claw and I can boost my Kalamazoo I can boost my whatever um, because the boost pedal on my board right now is at the end of my chain for when I just need to pop in the mix a little bit um, so it's, it's fun having a boost at the front and back of my board now yeah and I forgot how much I like the kilt I don't know why. It's always I, been a great sounding drive. It it it's interesting because there's like there's a few different kind of characters in there too, with the gain switches and stuff like that. So it has like the okay, yeah, it's an overdrive, whatever. And then there's the sputtery, nasty thing that it does. So it's fun. Anyway, that's that's the end of my kind of what's new. Other than um, I got some pedals back, but they're not like stuff I bought. It's just Something I sent in for a repair, and Leon Wright, you rock, um, because he sent me back a, a pack of coffee that I really appreciate. Um, yeah, so that's everything I got. Diaz, okay. what's going on with you, man? So I got a couple of things that were pretty cool. Um, I sold off a couple pedals. I sold uh, the Time Factor to Aaron Abubo from... Uh, uh, Gear Slum, who actually just messaged me about it. And then uh, I sold the chorus, the third dimension, to Willa Hugh. And I put that money towards getting an HX effects from line six. And I got a, uh, um, what is it? The Headrush FRFR uh, 2000 watt speaker. So the HX effects, man, that thing's killer. I used that this weekend at church. Uh, that was the only thing I ran with. I ran that with my Kemper and I did the four cable method. So that's, I didn't think I'd be so impressed with a uh, multi effects. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was, I always wanted a helix or an HX effects and to try it out. And this was really cool that they did this i mean that they made it with just the effects not having to worry about amp or anything like that you can still load impulse responses but um interesting i'm not sure but you can put impulse no. responses on on the hx effects i believe so i thought yeah. the whole idea of it is it didn't have the amp and impulse stuff it doesn't have the amp that's the thing huh it's i don't know i don't understand what the point would be having the impulse responses and not having like an amp simulator could be the same there. as like cab simulator like on the uh, big sky guy. yeah huh I don't know but I haven't messed with that but I did that this week I used like four different I guess they're called snapshots which is all of your patches all of your like pedals that you've got lined up I used like 
four different s- snapshots this week. I kind of threw them together, and it sounded great. Everyone on the team was like, they were kind of confused because I didn't have a big spaceship there at my feet. I just had this <laughs> little box, and they're kind of like, what's going on? I said, well, I'm going to try this. Today. They're like, it sounded amazing. I didn't use any external drives, anything. I used all the drives on there. So they've got a killer, like, Timmy sound on there. Now, were you uh, were you running MIDI out to your Kemper then to change, like, Kemper profiles too, or no? I can. I didn't do it, though. Okay. I can, though. And I need to start working with that. Um, but I just used one profile this week. Is on the HX, uh, HX effects, man, this is going to be hard to say, uh, the power on that... It, it comes with its own power supply, but like, can you have that on a normal board and use like a voodoo lamp to power it? It takes a lot of milliamps. So it is nine volt. Yeah. But, um, I've heard people, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, so I know a guy who's running a C, uh, a true tone CS seven and powers it with that. It says he doesn't have any problems. Um, line six won't really say which ones you can use because then if someone has a power issue, they'll be like, well, you guys said it would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not their product to say. So um, I actually just ran it with, uh, so on my uh, my loom that I have, it's got two quarter inch and a uh, pretty much like an extension cable. Mm-hmm. So I just ran, I just plugged it into the end um, and just ran it like that, so. I don't. I don't know about powering it. I'm. I'm not sure if I'm going to set up an actual board and use like my own drives. But we'll see what happens. I'm kind of. I'm still like in this like weird phase where I'm just kind of like blown away by how good it sounded, and I want to see makes. I want to like run with just that, just to kind of prove that I can do it. That's fair. But, yeah, yeah, it's a so. It's. A, it, it's 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 one of those arguments like if you can't get it done with just those two, you know, yeah. what more do you really need, right? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things I was really nervous. So uh, Jamie Davis, uh, he's a listener. He he's the one who I've always talked with about Helix stuff. He came to the summer Nam house and all that and hung out with us. Um, he asked me, he's like, what was the thing that surprised you the most? I was, I told him, I said the drives, like that was the one thing that I thought that I'd really just have to get my own drive pedals to get a good sound. But I'm just really shocked at how great it sounded all around. I knew, um, one of the big things is is they've got the editor for PC and Mac Mm -hmm. and that just made it so much easier. Just copying, pasting stuff over. You've got so much that you can adjust adjusting on the fly with it is once you get it it's it's pretty simple like i was able to adjust things on the fly with uh, on sunday and that was only with you know a few hours of messing with it so nice it's i mean it's it's a fantastic product i mean line six has been killing it lately with all the helix stuff and all of their new products have just been great in my opinion yeah i mean it definitely it looks killer i've just I haven't been able to fully wrap my head around making a leap to something like that yet. Especially after my, I, I, I will call it a failure with the MS3 to really wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. Well, the M, the MS3 and the HX effects, stuff like that, that's, they're totally different things because yeah, the MS3 has multi effects. It has like, you can add effects and stuff yeah, like that. I, the, the MS3 right. has a mode like that too. I mean, that's, it has a stop mode, but at four, I think it's, what is it, four push buttons? It yeah. just doesn't, it, it's not flexible enough. One of the best things about it, and this is the thing I said about the, the Helix LT, is the scribble scripts. Like, I can see what it is. Oh, nice. Tells me what it is. Like, it's, I like that. Because what you do is, you've got your snapshots. you got two different modes. you got your, your pig, you're like, going through your banks of your snapshots. And you click on the snapshot, and if you hit mode again, it brings up six of the nine possible uh, blocks that you've got. Hmm. So you can turn on those blocks and adjust those blocks individually as you want. So like I've got, like I had a clean uh, sound, but whenever I went into the block mode, I had a, a drive and a boost on there that 
when I click on it, they're not active, but if I go into block mode, I can click on them and activate them if I want to. So it's, I mean, it's honestly like having multiple presets of different pedal boards. And I mean, they've got so many different effects to pick from, but we could probably talk all day about the, about that, but we can go into gear news. Ooh, let's do that. Ooh, gear news. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep moving instead of me just sitting here talking. Um, so boss announced two new Waza pedals. Uh, they came out with the DC two or not the DC, sorry, the dimension course, the Waza two of it. So that's the, the DC two, right? Yeah. Yeah. DC2. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. DC two W and then the MT two W, which is the metal zone, which Oof. was, we were talking about it in the pre-app and I think we'll talk about it now. So we're, I mean the D so the DC two reissue, the Waza fantastic idea. Yes. It's it's a coveted pedal. It's a pedal that's been copied. I mean, TC Electronics did it with the Third Dimension. It's a it's a mainstay in the chorus world. That's a good call. Now the Metal Zone is the biggest joke in the pedal world, almost. I mean, it. What we were talking about this before the show that it's awfully convenient that all the YouTubers did their metal mm -hmm. zone video two weeks ago mm -hmm. to suddenly drum up all this interest. Yeah. Yep. And that's this, that's my conspiracy theory. I'm going to spread on my uh, podcast 20, there. 20 YouTube demoers come out with why the metal zone isn't as bad as we originally thought it was. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly a, here's our awesome new version with a, a more modern voicing mode. <sighs> it still sounds like, it's metal zone. Yeah, it's it yeah. it does the metal zone thing. Um Sorry, my creaky door. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I'm not it's editing it. It's, it's spoopy. I'm gonna get that WD forty out. <laughs> um I mean, I'm not the one living in a haunted house. You are. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain my luck recently. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Uh, anyway. What were we Metal zone. <laughs> metal zone. Metal zone. Metal zone. Uh, metal zone. So I, I think what's cool about the new Wazo Craft Metal Zone is they added the new different voicing modes because it's always been a pretty extreme EQ device. Yeah. To get that like heavy mid scoop. Um, the scoop other kind of fun mids. thing on their did you guys go to their website and play around with their like twist the knobs and no. like they had a live thing where you could like move the pedal around while like Revere oh. Massad was like playing a riff i didn't know that was a thing yeah um i went to the site but i didn't get past the main waza page yeah definitely check that out um so good job whoever was in charge of that um the ghosts are coming to get you again diaz i know my, my wife's leaving <laughs> she said she's sorry <laughs> to all the to all all four of you listeners hey she's sorry she's she's blowing kisses we have dozens of listeners tens of i'm oh, sorry all you all you tens of listeners <laughs> and there's the dogs oh my heavens please edit this out nah. oh my gosh that's i when we record this late on a tuesday i don't think anything gets edited out buddy yeah all right so, so keep going. so uh <laughs> I don't really want to get much more into the specs of the metal zone other than the other thing they say is the lower gain settings sound better. I can't confirm or deny that. I mean, that sounds like something that would be said for a high gain pedal. What was, hold on. So what was the, um, what's the price point on these? Uh, the don't trust the music radar pricing. Cause it was yeah. weird. Um, and now we all do a mad rush to Sweetwater to see how much it I'm, costs. I'm actually just closing and opening a window a bunch of times so it sounds like I'm rushing over there. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Hmm. Waza. Uh, Dimension Waza. C is 229. It's not horrible. Metal Zone is 149. Okay. Okay. That's what I was worried about. I was worried about the Metal Zone being like, because all the all the Wazacraft stuff has been high priced. I mean, not high priced like overpriced, but it is up there on the boss price scale. Mm -hmm. On the boss but, price scale, yes, but compared to its competition, it's about right. 
No, no, no. I'm saying on the boss price scale. Yeah. Because, like, the SD1W, the BD2W, the DM2W, those are all 149 as well. Were so, they? Yep. Mm-hmm. Why did I think they were more than that? I, I remember the, the, the delay, the DM2 being a little more expensive, but I'm I think the I think the prices kind of went down. I don't think that was their initial price. That that might be true. Um, and then because the CE2W and the VB2W are both sitting around $200. So, yeah. you know, this stuff's not crazy priced right now at all. So if you, for Waza, on the Waza craft stuff, what's a pedal you want to see from them? Um, I think we all gear. agreed on the uh, slow gear. The slow gear would be awesome. I want to oh. see a Boss PH1W. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty. Or like, uh, or maybe a PH2W. Something cool with flanger, maybe. Like... But at the a same BF2 time, w. I don't want a classic flanger. I like all the like the weird, like interpretations. So well, that could then be you just cool need old blood like noise endeavors. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, and then we've got uh, Scott. Why don't you talk about the dark glass? Oh, you're hopping around on me here. What? Oh, oh, whoa! I missed one. <laughs> oh, gosh darn it! Um. So, uh, uh, well, the Helix Stomp got announced this week. So if you don't know what that is, I mean, a lot of people have flipped their lids over it. Um, so the way the Helix line works is you've got the Helix came out, the Helix floor and the Helix rack came out and then the Helix LT. So it started getting smaller and it kind of fits with the boss or not the boss, the line six, uh, M series. You got a big one, medium, small, um, and then they came out with the uh, HX effects, which is just the effects. It doesn't have the amps in it, which it still has impulse responses, but it doesn't have like the full get up of a helix with the amps and everything. Um, and then a lot of people were like, man, I wish we had one that had all the amps and everything. So line six listened and they came out with the, the uh, helix stomp, which is a fully functional downsized helix. Um, the only, I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, you are you only are got compromising three a number. Yeah, you're compromising a few features. Yeah. Like you don't it's have not, I mean, as many loops internally you anymore. Don't, you don't have. You only get six uh, bank, or six blocks instead of nine. So you only have room for six effects, and some of those are eight, taken away. But I could be wrong. No, it's six. Okay. Um, and then, but you got to understand though, a lot of these, you don't. When I've been using the HX effects. I use almost all nine every time because I'm adding a, uh, usually a compressor. Uh, uh, sometimes I, I add an EQ, but with a four cable method, I automatically lose a block for a send and a return. Oh, so that's gotta be put into my chain where, what goes in front of the amp and what goes in the effects loop. But and with, so that's one. But with this, you wouldn't necessarily need to run an effects loop cause you're doing amp modeling already in it. Yeah. So you kind of get out of that. So you don't have that. Um, but then um, there's just, if you want to run a volume pedal, there's a block. If you're, do, unless you do it before your drives and everything, which I don't like my, I like my volume pedal after my drives. I would agree. Um, so there's one block. So, the, so on there, you're already down, you're down to five. Then you've got um, a delay and a reverb almost always on. So that's, uh, you're down to three. Um, if you want to use a boost or a drive, you're down to two. Like it, it kind of dwindles down and it only has three buttons, but you can have an external switcher. Um, you can yes, do like MIDI. MIDI. You have MIDI. You can control it with MIDI, but you also can put like a two button switcher that can bank up to your other three blocks. So that's, I mean, it's pretty cool. But it, it's it's got the six hundred dollar price tag five ninety nine just like the HX effects, um, which is not too terrible. But a lot of people have kind of been like, I don't know. A lot of people were upset with the price at first. I think now that I've talked about it, I'm not too upset with it. I don't really with having the Kemper. I don't see a need for it. But Jamie Davis is like stoked beyond all belief. Yeah. I guess it's it's really good for using on a pedal board. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm actually looking at one. Um, oh snap! 
Yeah, because the th- the, my, here's my thought process on it. I run my amp sim off this, and I run a tremolo and reverb. And yeah. it's just like, it's, I, I know, and I just throw it on a pedal board, and nothing's different. The yeah. only, like, the only thing, like, I don't really care about it is, I don't know, maybe it's because I've had the Kemper, so I'm kind of spoiled in that. Everyone take a drink. Um, there's only so many amps in it. Well, it's growing, and, but yeah. I mean, so. But, and you also have the IRs that you can add and, and things like that, but. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's it's good. I think it's I think it's a really good product they came out with. It's sticking with the line that they're pushing. Yeah, and it's also got like headphone out and USB connectivity, so you've got those little added extra features that, like, I'm guessing the HS HX effects probably doesn't have uh like headphones as it doesn't have amps in it. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't no. think it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's really good too. I've seen yeah. a lot of people, uh, cause now I'm in the big old helix group cause I crossed to the dark side and a lot of the people in there are like, they're excited cause they travel for work. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's like, there's a guy who's like, I drive trucks and I don't want to bring the whole helix floor with me. This big old thing. I've got this small little package that I can mess with. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. We'll see how it. I was surprised. I thought maybe it would knock down the price of the HX effects, and I was gonna be kind of mad if that happened. Right? Like, I think they announced it like the day that my HX effects arrived, or like the day before. No, it was the day I ordered it. I ordered it, and then they announced it. Because <laughs> my HX effects came overnight. And be like cancel. <laughs> yeah. No, there. I saw that was like one of the things when I was ordering it. I was like. It said we can have it delivered tomorrow. I was like, "Oh gosh, okay." I was like, "Please do." The least amount of waiting. That was great. <laughs> um. So so now now we're gonna move on to the dark glass stuff, Scott. Since you know about that. <laughs> so dark glass, we were talking about before the show. Um, how to kind of think about this. Um, the the microtube series is kind of known as a a preamp pedal for bass players. Um, so what you have here is you have the Microtube X and the X7, which are both sort of preamp drive circuits, but the, uh, the X7 adds a bit of, uh, has a, is it five band EQ circuit on top of other things? It's got five sliders on it. Um, so it's got a full EQ circuit and a number of extra features built in based on top of the, the Microtube's X. Um. It's a it's a bit of a downsize from the old uh, version that uh, Dark Class was offering, and so it's a much more compact. It's it's just a regular size pedal for the most part. On the uh, the X and the X7 is about the size from the looks of it to like what like uh, the KTR or like mm-hmm. the, the Kilt comes in. So it's yeah. that like kind of almost double size pedal, but you know you can it's it's upright, so it's not as big. So it'll be I very like pedal board friendly. Oh, not my dogs. Um, so uh, the, they look really good. I, I mean, it's a simple X graphic. It's a nice silver and black. I think they look really cool. I like them. And I love the graphic EQ. I think, uh, what was it, J-Rocket put out graphic EQ on their pedal. Um, I, I love the slider knobs. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like the sound mm-hmm. of them too. They sounded decent. Do they light up? The sliders, yeah. Are they silver? They do. On this, yeah. Sweet. I like I like stuff that lights up too. <laughs> yeah, I'm twelve. Back off. So yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I I don't know what more to say about it other than you know listen to it, make sure that drives right for you. It's got XLR outs and all those kind of effects. Um, yeah. Well, or, I mean, and Dark Glass, they're just known for making great stuff, too. Yeah, it's its really good sounding. I know a lot of people are really sick of the way, like, a Sans Amp sounds. The bass driver DI sounds. They want something different. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely a nice opportunity for it. And, frankly, the price isn't too unreasonable. Um, it's very comparable to what a Sans Amp is new. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, Source Audio announced their True Spring Reverb. That that looks really cool. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I man, I don't have anything to say on it. I'm not a Spring Reverb guy. Spring Reverb is it's making a comeback, and I blame it on Ryan Burke. <laughs> Single-handedly doing it. Well, Single-handedly it's definitely the sixty-cycle hum, the whole will it drip stuff is definitely around yeah. that. Um, I I think it's, it's also happening independently of them. I mean, it it's not sixty-cycle hum that suddenly blew up the uh, the Boss FRV one resale mm-hmm. market and things like that. It I think there is an independent desire for a lot of this stuff because you're seeing reverb shoot up everywhere um so part of it it's might got, just be so, uh people are now getting tired of the hall and shim verb kind of things and wanting to go back to something a little more real sounding or original sounding yeah Ooh. the the shimmer things kind of i think it's dying out I remember when the blue sky was on everyone's board, then the big sky came out and everyone had that. And now it seems like a lot of people are moving away from that. They're trying, and they're not just getting back to normal reverbs, but they're expanding out of just the shimmer stuff. Um, but yes, the, this pedal is great because, so it's got three different engines on it. It's got a short, a long, and a tank, um, which is an outboard spring. And that's where you're gonna get that nice drippy sound. and really source audio on their Ventress was one of the first people to get to really like hit that drippy sound well and uh this also works with the neuro editing systems so you can use your phone uh your you can use apple or uh any android and then they've also got a desktop editor and i think this will be great for that because you can go on there and you can add tremolo to it so it's not just a reverb it has some tremolo on it as well and it's just it's got a lot of control it's got an external tap tempo and so you can change the tremolo rate and it's got different subdivisions stuff like that it's a lot packed in this little pedal and it's only 229 bucks that's a good price point i mean really considering i i think we've now kind of hit that point where a lot of effects are no longer going to be at the 200 dollars price point we're going to be moving into the 220 to 230 just because stuff gets more expensive with time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know i think you're going to start seeing anything new from a lot of companies are going to start hitting that 220 230 point so this is right in right in line with a lot of other stuff out there yeah or what what will be coming as well yep and then uh last but not least maybe not least is Tech 21 announces the signature fly rig for Romsteins or Ramsteins or Romsteins Paul Landers. Why I expected his name to sound more German than that. Well, probably if you hear him say his name, it will sound more German. Like we're just <laughs> ah! we're like just saying our like Americanization. Oh, it's Paul Landers. Whereas he's like, like you put a German accent on it and suddenly it might sound He always sounds like he's yelling. He's like it's Paul Landers! <laughs> no, dude, calm down. <laughs> well, I just needed to know what your name was. <laughs> so, um, but so Tech Twenty One's done quite a few fly rigs, mm-hmm. and these are these are pretty cool. These I, I don't know. I see a lot of like middle aged guys doing these. Um, there's a guy that I'm friends with. His name's Jim Moody, and he lives in North Carolina. I think he's like wherever Winston Salem is, North Carolina and uh he he plays with one and i don't know a lot of these i've heard them and they sound great yeah they do i got a guy at church that uses them like i i it's honestly like i mean tech 21 makes good stuff that's no no question about that but it just seems like when they when you put a certain like like you've got multi-effects where you can change choose different like drives and stuff like that but when they're just like nope you get this drive you get this boost and this delay and that's it you're kind of just like i don't know sometimes it seems like it's tough to pull sounds out of that but i've i've heard a lot of people do great sounds with them now i, I don't know if romstein is the band that i wanted to sound like but yeah i mean it, it, it's cool that you can buy their rig like really easily and simply if this is what you're really after like think about I want, how many of the, the there's the anderton sounds like 
videos mm-hmm. where they're like, all right, for this budget, what can, how can I get as close to the sound as possible? Like, oh, they, they did made, one on uh, Incubus, man. I was yeah. like, I, uh, it was like, it was like 30 minutes right long. I was about to be like, if they made a Mike Isinger fly rig, <laughs> you and I would be able, both be clawing after it, right? Dude, I like I was about to Google just to see make sure they didn't do it because if they did, I was gonna buy it. I, I I need delays. I need phasers. I need some good dirt. I need an octave up and down. Or I need an octave down. Oh my gosh! Now, oh by the way, one of the snapshots I made, the first one I made, was uh, pardon me, I found a an auto swell. <laughs> that was like one of the first things I did. I was like phaser, delay, reverb, auto swell. Let's do this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's got like, it's got two channels. It's got, oh, they actually put it in German. It's got Fuhrer, which I, not Fuhrer. You gotta read the, I don't know. Just means, and then it means, means fire and means, water yeah. are, are the two settings. Is that what it means? Okay. That made it less cool. Cause it just sounds kind of like. What? And, I don't it, know. and then they just need to release a separate fly rig. That's air and earth. And then if you put it together, you can do an Earth, Wind, and Fire cover band. Sorry. If anyone caught the reference I was making, uh, comment in the group. Was it Airbend- The Last Airbender? Nope. Give Captain you, Planet? Give you a hint. I have tickets to see them on Friday. Taylor Swift. What? Bryce, <laughs> Bryce did two EP albums where they did Fire and Water together and Earth and Air together. Oh, I never listened to Thrice. You're missing out. Yeah, there's a lot of people who've been really. They just released a new album, right? Yep. Like it was like two, really big. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I I I probably need to actually listen to them. That's a band that I haven't listened to, only because I just haven't listened to them, not for any particular reason. But I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of range to what they've done too. So I mean, there's a chance you might not like their new album, but you'll like something from older. I just need something that makes me get like turn get crazy kind of like limp biscuit used to yeah get, um, you, get your blood pumping throw on fire breather by thrice and see if that gets you going okay have you all right add we're getting off topic has mm-hmm. anyone else seen the video for the girl who's are the ladies reading like are singing her kid to sleep and she sings the song Firestarter. oh like you know, uh Prodigy? I am the fire starter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the, okay. Okay. <laughs> I need to set a reminder tomorrow to post it. So when people <laughs> go in the group, they're like, what is going just, on? Just it's, hit the delay send or delay posting button when you're I posting. I keep forgetting I can do that. Yeah. It's way easier on your desktop. So now that you're using a computer. Oh my gosh. All right. So, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm distracted. Uh, but yeah, oh, so Sans up looks good, looks cool. I wanna, I'm gonna go find some videos and listen to it and kind of see what happens. But let's see, we've got to do our topic this week. Yes, we do. What's our t- uh, what our topic is? I don't, so Marshall released, or they did like a press release. They made a beer designed specifically to be enjoyed with music. So I guess that got under some people's skin. Not saying any names, Scott. Um, and he chose our topic this week as dumb guitar stuff <laughs> and guitar lifestyle brands. So I just love how it just started with dumb guitar stuff. So I we've mean, all been to Guitar Center and or Sam Ash or I mean, if you're from the past, you went to Mars Music, whatever. Um, and they always have that section. That's kind of like the as for seen on TV section in Walmart. It's got the random stuff that you don't need, but you will buy anyways because you just spend money. Um, like they've got like the Fender uh, or like the Stratocaster cutting board. They've got all the like they got the necklace that holds the guitar pick. They got all these random things, all all the different coffee mugs and the playing cards. And I actually like that stuff, but I also like the as seen on TV section at Walmart. I think it's pretty cool. I like I like seeing fun stuff like that. Yeah, if it's interesting, it's good. But how many more like designs of t-shirts do we need and stuff? It's true. Yeah, I like I want to get the t-shirts like that are Fender, but they look like they're designed by Ed Hardy, <laughs> so people know that I play guitar and I'm a douchebag. 
Scott's being real quiet. Is Scott still there? I'm still here. I'm just. He's just. He's fuming. He's waiting for his go. turn. All right, Scott. How about you tell us how you feel about this? It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's it's scott's two words on the topic it's dumb yep so no, what's I, dumb about it scott let's, uh, let's, let's, yeah, let's just dig into your feelings okay. all right where did where on the doll did fender touch you uh i have no problems with fender stuff (laughs) (laughs) okay so marshall okay marshall's also but marshall's getting a little crazy because you remember they had the uh remember the marshall they have the mini cooler yep yeah the mini freezer or whatever mini fridge like they those were in there's still one in my guitar center i think the price keeps dropping because no one buys it probably but marshall and then marshall did the bluetooth speaker which a lot of people liked yeah i guess it's it's very expensive or what it's, I think it's it's very overpriced. And then Marshall also did the what the phone? They had a phone. Yeah, yeah I mean Fender died. did a phone too. Remember? No. The Eric Clapton phone. No. What? No. You guys no. not remember this? No. You. I think that's a dream you had. No, that's a thing. <laughs> I'm going to post that in the group. Yeah. Post. There's no Fender did a phone. Yep. Mm. Who they release? What was it like? Their own brand, or like who did they release it in conjunction with? Uh, they it was a uh, it was an HTC My Touch. Oh my gosh, there it is. Fender edition. <laughs> you just hear Marissa. Oh my gosh, there it is. It's like she found Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google Bigfoot real quick. <laughs> the Bigfoot of phones. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know why T-Mobile makes sense, but why, it does. Why do you have a problem with T-Mobile? <laughs> No, but T-Mobile does a T-Mobile has a lot of they do a lot of gimmicky things. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So like they do they do a lot of like different things that are not a you know they're they're not your normal cell phone provider in my opinion. Like the you know free Netflix like that and I know um I had a, a employee who worked for me at T-Mobile and like they gave them so many points for stuff every month and Oh, I, I have T-Mobile. They give you free stuff every Tuesday. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, every Tuesday. What do you get for free today, Scott? Um, let me pull up the app. The new U2 album. Yeah, no choice. No. Just download it right onto your phone. <laughs> that thing is still that thing. That album's still on my phone. I listened to you it like the, once, and I remember being like, "Yeah, that's okay," and then just moved the, on. The only problem, the only thing I have with the, the that I don't like about the album is, is because like if I'm pulling up my music. I just pull it up and then if it happens to land on one of those songs, I just have a guy hugging another guy on my phone randomly. <laughs> and not that the, not that there's anything wrong with that, but when you're sitting next to your pastor and you have to like explain really quick, you're like you're like no, no, no. You two teamed up with Apple and snuck in my house and put this album on my phone without my permission. <laughs> oh shoot. Buy one Scott's get three musketeers. Buy one get one on three musketeers bars. Is one of the coupons I got today. Do you like three musketeers? Uh, I do, but I can't eat candy anymore. So I will send that over to you if you want it. No, I don't like three musketeers. Anybody it's a, else? It's a weird one. Carters, takers. No. No. All right. If you're looking for uh, wow. free musketeers, <laughs> just go email. Back in, go back in info time at the effects and, loop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> email email the effects loop at gmail.com and uh, Scott will get that sent right out to you. Redeem by October 28th. Yeah, first person to go, email our group for it, I'll send the coupon. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> some 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 places give out swag, give out stickers, stuff like that. No, no. Buy one, get one free. Three Musketeers bars. There you I've, go. We've given out tons of stuff already. Yeah, so why, oh, yeah, why, why stop where we were? Let's give out candy. Yeah, uh, talking about dumb. <laughs> that's that's our dumb gimmick. <laughs> that's, okay. Uh, so to focus what, back in on the topic because this is there are two guitar companies people seem to be very frustrated with right now: Gibson and Marshall. And in, in yeah. the process, both companies have ceded ground to another player in the market. You Friedman kind of killing it right now, coming mm-hmm. in and making basically Marshalls better than Marshall builds them. And you're having actually pretty much anybody building a PAF style Les Paul or Gibson, whatever, 
and then everyone's getting mad about them and they're losing market cap um and it's and both of these brands this is the same thing i'm seeing on both of them is they seem more interested in becoming a lifestyle brand than a guitar brand i'd agree with that but i think that they're also trying to like diversify on what they're offering yeah and i i don't i mean the whole thing is is if you can capitalize on more revenue mm-hmm. why not do that well and that's because what a lot of these Fender products vendors do yeah, doing it, it well because it's not it whatever whatever it is that they're doing that is different it's working way better with fender where like i'm not mad that fender makes it in your monitors or they're making a new pedal lineup or you know it makes sense for fender to do it to me and but why do i like when gibson starts doing their stuff and like trying to hustle their brand all around why am i getting so irritated by it i don't know maybe you just don't like gibson for some reason i don't know i mean if you can't afford a les paul get a les paul keychain totally the same thing (laughs) i mean i don't know i don't i don't have a problem with it you know if they want to side hustle on this other stuff i say go for it i i mean i I don't buy a lot of this stuff but i think it's pretty cool i I mean there's a there's a lot of stuff that i mean if i had stupid money to buy stupid stuff if i was like a kid and didn't have to worry about paying my bills yeah i might get four gibson beer steins or or beer mugs whatever i don't know so if uh why am i blanking right now so if boss started making a soda you'd be all about it as long as it wasn't a metal zone flavored soda I mean, I might try it. I think I think Marshall making the beer. I think that's crossing into the the stupid. I agree with you. That's kind of stupid. But who's making the actual beer? Is it like a Marshall branded beer, or is it William like William Brothers Brewing Company? I'm trying to remember what else they make. Um, is it is it in England? I'm looking it up. Scottish family owned microbrewery. Oh, it's a microbrewery. Yes, yeah, so I, 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 I mean guess it's that's cool, but at the same time, it's, this is like ten years too late to be like edgy and cutting edge. Of oh, hey, microbrews are popular. Let's join in on this process. Whereas, like, I don't know. I I've hit the point with like microbrew too, where I'm just it's so oversaturated. I can't I can't deal right, so, with another brand. All right, so let's look at the all right. So, um, they've got three craft beers designed specifically to be enjoyed with music. Now, I don't. I hate that. I hate that design like really like you're telling me that what what did they do that was that made it more musical that's stupid (laughs) but they've got the three brews are amped up lager a full stack ipa and jim's treble which is a triple blonde it boasts marshall's signature attitude with the latter packing as much character and inspiration as iconic jim marshall blimey okay whoever's writing this thing that's who i'm mad with i'm not even mad at marshall for making it i'm mad at whoever wrote this marshall beers are available now from williams brewing company yeah we'll see it seems actually i'm softening my stance uh this seems like a licensing deal it doesn't actually seem like marshall's behind this um no that's some other no they're teaming up i mean that's that's my whole thing and that's another thing too is like the eric clapton phone you said it's htc or whatever through t-mobile like it's just a licensing they're just letting them use their name and they're these people are you know they're getting a cut of money and that's you know they're letting them use the marshall name and and you know that look at we're talking about it so it kind of worked yeah you know at least we're talking about it the one thing i don't like i don't like whoever wrote this flipping let's see from total guitar michael ashley brown i'm coming for you um but i don't like who wrote this article because it's just cheesy it's already a, like a gimmicky product don't make your description of it even more gimmicky it, but I, it reads I, like the, the the label that's on the beer right now yeah, yeah. and the yeah the labels the the look of the beer is it's got the marshall it looks like a marshall cab actually with, the, the label's fine I don't like it. Really? I, I wish they would have left okay. the cab look off of it. 
or maybe uh, maybe it's the lettering up top the gold the giant gold lettering the mm. bold like all caps all I saying think rock and roll craft beer yeah that's i don't like that one i fully Easy. expect to go to a hard rock cafe and order this now okay that's that's where I, they'd serve it this that and like at epcot yeah no 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 they would serve this at hard rock actually you know what but that would be good because that would i think would sell like crazy if you they're like if you, they're like you want a marshall beer you're at the hard rock because you know the yeah bring me one let's try it yeah but hopefully they spell rhythm the, right on that on the guitar that's at that hard rock cafe. oh my gosh Ooh, spell gretch right in an elevator in chicago <laughs> I always wonder who's in charge of some of this stuff. <laughs> it's an architect who's messing it up. Spell check, people. It's not that hard. AutoCAD has spell check now. There's no excuse. Okay, so, all right, how about this? How about this? Why don't... What was the worst gimmick thing that you've ever seen? Like, the worst dumb product? Oh, gosh. I... I, I think maybe the Marshall fridge might be the dumbest of all of them. Mm. Yeah, especially I, that considering one doesn't bug you me can that get much. like mini fridges like under a hundred bucks, under two hundred, and this yeah. is what. Like, How much was that one? Like five hundred? Yeah, three, four, five, somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I all right, looking at it, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, because I mean, it's shaped like a stack, and you're like, oh, that's that's interesting. But the price tag didn't. The price tag made it lose its cool yeah, feature. Yeah, not for the price. If it was like half of whatever it was, yeah, I probably would have like grabbed one for the music room just because it's, you know, Marshall branded. It fits what's already in the room. But mm -hmm. why do that when I can just go buy a black mini fridge from Walmart for 120 bucks? Oh, and like buy a hollowed out. And put stickers on it. And just put one in or, it. Yeah, do yeah. that too. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I always, the one thing that was kind of gimmicky, and I can't remember uh, who did it. I think Fender started getting into it. I think they copied the product, someone, but it'll, it'll always be the necklace that held the pick. Or, you know what? That's it. It's the metal pick necklaces. I think Fender and Gibson have both had them out. I mean, that was such an emo girl thing to do back I in know. the day, though. Like, I knew so many people with pick necklaces. I hate like, them. They got a pick from a show, and they're like, "I'm going to turn this, you know, whatever." No, I'm no, like, that's that's fine. Yeah, that I makes don't mind sense. that. That's that's okay. It's the two. It's these two. It's the ones that are the like the gold medal. The branded. It's not even like it's branded. It's like Fender, and it's the necklace, and it's like okay, we get it. You love guitar so much that you have to have a necklace around your neck at all times. And then the other one, I still hate the necklace. My wife got me one, but she doesn't listen to the podcast and she's not in here, so she won't know about this. She got me one. The the rubber edge that you put your pick in and you wear it. <laughs> like it's the necklace. Yeah. Those bug me. Yeah, I, at the same time, I have a I have a Gibson branded one that sits on my keychain that holds a pick in it, and I have no qualms carrying that around. Well, if it's a keychain, that makes sense because that's a keychain's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I've got I've got a Gibson I thought what they gave them out at whenever we did the Gibson tour, the the pick holders, the leather pick holders. Yeah, I you mean the thing I literally just described. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the rubber one. You didn't yeah, specify it was the, the leather thing pick. too, not like a leather. Oh, no. Yeah, Mine, mine's yeah. The, okay. Mine's the leather one we got at Nam. It's oh, sitting yeah. on my keychain. Oh, right yeah. I still use the uh, Gear Supply one. Shh, well, I got rid of my Gear Supply one. Yeah, yeah, I got rid of mine too. But if we say it three times, will they launch a temporary website? Your supply. I still code, okay, supply okay. Code, okay. Supply I code. still think that there's someone behind that. <laughs> oh look, there it is. I think that there's, there's what? Did you find your Gibson one too? No, I found the uh, your supply code temporary site that we talked about. Yeah, <laughs> I I still think someone's like playing a giant joke. No, I I here's the sad part. I legitimately hope it's coming back. And it's going to be run as a legitimate business, and everyone who has pending orders get them filled. That's what I actually hope. I would. Uh, I'm skeptical as all can be, but I just genuinely hope that's what's going to happen. Style brands. Yeah, crap. Oh, they did that too. They, they. That was their big thing. Yeah, like that's that could potentially be a good example of a company being a lifestyle brand because it got them out there. It got them 
business everybody like wanted to try to be involved with that yeah I, I bought a hat with their logo on it you know hats, I've, shirts. I've, I've still got a hat i've got shirts i've got i've got a mug yep i've got i've got all of it i still have one of their keychains hanging up that i use for a spare set of keys i mean yeah like they did that so, right well not in the long run. Not in the long run, <laughs> yes. No, they did I their mean, branding the, wonderfully. Yeah. They didn't... Yeah. They, their execution and the business towards the end there was... Ugh, Abysmal at best? At best. Yeah, it was a failure. Uh, it was a failure of a business at the end. Um, yeah. And now now that I'm thinking about it, like, it, I, the, the more and more I have just kind of a line that I'll cross with labeled and gimmicky things, I have t-shirts from multiple companies that I wear constantly. Uh, I have mugs from different companies that I will carry, that I will use. So, I mean, like, it's not like I'm against, you know, everything being branded and having associated brands, but it's just like, you ever meet that one guy who's like, he's a Ford guy or he's a Chevy guy and literally their whole house is just Chevy crap. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, he's, you're like, you drive up in like your Toyota Tundra and he's like, <laughs> should have got a Chevy. And he's like rubbing his belly. And you're like, what? Are you hungry? What's going on over there, buddy? He's making, he's drawing attention to the Chevy t shirt that he's wearing. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want to, one that's got the barbecue stains on it yep. from, from two years ago. I just want to point a out that I created and I used a, uh, crap. What a, what's the name for that? I created an example that Diaz was able to relate to. <laughs> is that a, supposed to be a country reference? Is that a, yeah, all my it? all my Chicago references. You guys are like, what the hell is a train? People ride <laughs> yeah, but trains? it took you like thirty seconds. It took you thirty seconds. You're like, what's the, oh, what's a brand that Diaz will know? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Chevy, Ford, <laughs> no, it's Walmart, just, it's just <laughs> whole, Waffle House. The whole Ford like, Chevy truck thing is just old as time. That uh, found on Road Dead. Yeah. Oh my gosh! If you if you do drive a Ford, I apologize. Yeah. Because how dare you? You don't drive a Ford. Wait, does Michael listen to the show at all? I, and his little wait, fusion. Who? A buddy of ours. Oh. Uh, if he doesn't, why isn't he? Yeah, why aren't just you, Michael? His, just steal his phone and have it auto download the episode every week. <laughs> we can triple. We can double our listeners. <laughs> But um, yeah, so does anyone else have anything to say on that? No, I think we actually did uh, some good comparisons there. Uh, I'd be yeah. happy to try the beer and change my mind. So Marshall, feel free to send some over. Yeah. but I feel like we should just do an episode of like, we just list brands and we just follow it with, feel free to send something over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we all know we got into podcasting for the free stuff. Joel Corte, that happens feel all free the time. to send a demo of the Thermae over. Uh, I'd be yeah. happy to review it for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Mike from Analog Man, uh, feel free to send me a Prince of Tone or, or some cool fuzzes. Line six, feel free to send me a full size Helix. Who's uh, the third power? Oh, third. Yeah, everyone. Now we're just Good making job. wish lists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, um, so yeah. Good. Uh, Speaking of things to throw on your wish list, oh String Joy Strings. Yeah. There you go. I was getting there. I was pulling it up. Ooh, I should change my strings this hey, week because I'm playing. Someday. No, but but for real, um, String Joy. Uh, if you know, tell your friends that's what you want for Christmas. Is a set of, is is a box of strings. Um, I'm not sure if they have gift cards. Uh, I think so. They do. Don't quote me on that. Huh? I think they do because I think I did a giveaway of a uh, String Joy gift card. A while back. I think, yeah, I think they do. Ask for a Stringjoy gift card. Use it. Have fun. Um, but once again, check them out. Uh, if you have any questions, get a hold of them and uh, and let them know what you're looking for. Let them find the right set for you. Uh, but, you know, thanks for joining us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Uh, check out our YouTube. If you have any ideas for topics, something you want us to talk about, um, or or if you got like a cool new product that we might not have heard of that you want us to talk about, email us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com. Um, I think I got them all, didn't I? I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Professionals. Um, so uh, thanks for joining us for the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. Have a good one, guys. Oi. Bye, guys. Bye. Adios.